Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I'm your host, Nathan Raglan, and before we get going, I have some news for you guys. I recently dropped some new merch, all Pride-themed just in time for Pride Month. Whether it be the lovely logo and the color pattern of some Pride flags, or some amazing new designs provided by Tipsy J Hearts, My Emerald Tears, and today's guest, there's plenty of options to choose from to show off your pride. I bring on several guests that identify along the LGBTQ plus spectrum, and I want both them and fans of the podcast to know that this is a safe place for them to be themselves, more than anything. These items are permanent fixtures of the store, and the profits I make from them will go to either Lambda Literary, a charity dedicated to supporting LGBTQ plus writers, and the Trans Lifeline, a hotline set up for transgender individuals struggling with their situation. Go to pmap.creator-spring.com to see the designs and get yours today. Now, on to the podcast. And for this one, let's take a trip to Grandpa's house. Today's guest is Artsy Grandpa, a transgender artist and VTuber who has developed quite an art community dedicated to making everyone feel loved. This was a lovely chat. I hope you guys enjoy. But I must give you guys a warning. There is a point in the podcast where we discuss depression and suicide, and the conversation becomes quite serious. If this is too much to handle, I understand, and you're more than welcome to skip this episode. If you're struggling, there's a link to BetterHelp in the description if you need a place to look for help. Nevertheless, I hope you enjoy the podcast and enjoy your day. You deserve to have a good day. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements. Feel free to subscribe or follow whatever platform you prefer. And if you enjoyed this podcast and enjoy me and want to talk to me more or talk to other members of the amazing Apocalypse Podcast Network, join our Discord server. Link is in the description below. In fact, let's go ahead and hear about another amazing podcast in the Apocalypse Podcast Network. Greetings from Chromatica, home of Lady Gaga, liberator of kindness punks, mother of little monsters, tricon of the ages. We are her best fans with a mission to create a podcast celebrating our hero. Broadcasting straight from Chromatica. This podcast is about Lady Gaga for Lady Gaga. But anyone can listen. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H-I-M. Prove your stupid love. Ace the art pop quiz. Put your paws up. And download the Chromaticast wherever you get your podcasts. Join us every other Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for our live tapings at twitch.tv slash apocalypse podcast network. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing good. That's... Give me one second to figure this out. <laughs> Trust me, you're not the only one. I <laughs> Goodness, I had a whole entire mess and a half on my end. Yeah, well, they just decided to do maintenance on the apartment right above me, so you might hear, like, a drillers. <laughs> you know what? To be fair, that wouldn't be, like, the worst thing to, like, happen in a podcast recording and such. I've had, I mean, oh. as you could tell, as you could tell, I was having a little fun on my end just trying to get the OBS to work. <laughs> no, I, I hate working with OBS. Yeah, well, it's one of those. So for the longest time, I was I've been using Streamlabs because that's been the one that's been working for me more or less. Well, for some reason today, when I tried to record stuff, it keeps saying that there's something wrong with like the output or something like that. And I'm looking through all the settings; nothing has changed. I haven't touched a single thing, but yet it just wouldn't work. So I'm like, screw it. I'll just download standard OBS, and that's what I'm using right now. Is my first time using that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, I, I, I use uh, Streamlabs as well because I can't figure out how to use the original OBS. I mean, from I, I will say this. As someone that has used Streamlabs is now using OBS, if you know how to use Streamlabs, OBS is, at least for what I'm doing, generally the same from what I'm using simple enough. It just looks a little different because, you know, aesthetics or all that kind of stuff. But I'm just rolling with it at this point because I just want to get a podcast recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand that. Uh, how are you doing today, by the way? 
Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Uh, it's actually been a good day. That's good. To <laughs> How hear. about you? Uh, aside from this little headache, it's it's been good. <laughs> uh, so oh goodness, so many kids outside. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. Like I said, there's so many. I think what was it in this house? We have six dogs at the moment. So yeah, if you hear them, don't be surprised. Oh my goodness. Well. So my stepmom is big with like dogs as it is. And most of the ones we have are boxers. Cause they're like, you know, really little bulls. We recently Aww. just got a puppy like a month ago. I'm talking about like a little, little puppy. Uh, we got her like it's, it's purebred, but the, the issue with it is there's like a little cleft with it or whatnot, you know, that. Oh yeah. So we were able to get cheaper than if we were get a standard purebred, but nevertheless, like we have, we on our own have four dogs. My grandpa, before he passed away, had his own little dog. So we're take we had that's ours now. And then my sister is living with us, and they have their dogs, their their dog with us as well. So, oh my goodness! Well, I have three special needs cats, so oh. you might hear one of them like screaming in the background. She's fine. She just wants attention. That's fine. Actually, what was I gonna say? The the third episode that i did i had a uh an artist by the name of left at london she's a transgender musician herself um like halfway through the podcast like her cat just started like climbing up on top of her and all this stuff yeah my, my fat boy he literally just did that didn't you didn't you <laughs> what's their names if i may ask i have a uh the boy his name is wyatt mm-hmm. uh, and the two girls i have a, a white cat who's behind me right now her name is nafla and the little black cat that i have her name is celia and they're all uh named after me and my husband's D characters oh that's sweet that's nice more than anything else yeah no i i love them to pieces but they're all a pain in the butt <laughs> <laughs> hey what pet is it let's be honest all right <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> Plus, on top of that, they're they're cats. That's like part of their nature to be buds. Okay, <laughs> no, you're you're not kidding. Uh, so this is your first time doing a podcast, right? Correct me if I'm. Yeah, I, I, I've never done anything like this. Aww. It's it's pretty exciting. Well, I was gonna say, if nothing else, if it helps, one, you're not. It's not the first time I've had first time guests. Believe it or not, artists don't get asked for podcasts a whole lot. I'm surprised by that. Um, <laughs> no, but. If it helps, I've told this to all my guests beforehand. Don't think of this like an interview or anything like formal or anything like that. Just think of this as a nice, calm, cool, casual conversation about your passion. Because that's what I'm trying to, to to get at the end of the day. Just what you're passionate about, which is, you know, art and the community and such. So why not just gush all about it? I, I've already warned you that, like, I get way too overpassionate. I might cry. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fine. Uh, I don't have any tissues nearby, so I wish I could offer them. <laughs> Uh, neither do I, so it's fine. I'll just use my sleeve. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, Archie Grandpa, before we really get started to the podcast, I must ask the icebreaker question I ask for every single podcast. What is your most unpopular art opinion? Unpopular art opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to actually think about that for a minute. Take your time. We have all the time in the world. Okay, so my unpopular, my unpopular opinion has to do with tracing like i believe that tracing can be used as a tool to help uh muscle memory but do not claim it as your own work do not try to pass it off as your own work and make sure that you credit the references that you use those are like my my rules to when it comes to tracing um I do not think that it is okay to trace and claim that you did everything by yourself. Because even with pictures that I draw, I will trace certain parts and I will say, I traced this part. I do not take credit for that part. Okay. Okay. And believe so, it, I was going to say, believe it or not, you're actually not the first guest to bring up that issue. I've had a couple other guests. Uh, but I totally get that. You know, it's one of those, like, if nothing else, tracing what you already love or tracing what you want to reference could help develop the skills so that you can have your own muscle memory to where you can have your own reference whenever you go forth and try to do your own art instead of trying to trace something and then charge 200 bucks butch harman <coughs> sorry i had bad cough there uh, <laughs> i mean we all know what i'm talking about but <laughs> uh but but nevertheless Tracing should be at least okay as long as you're not claiming it as your own. Is that a hill that you're willing to die on? Yes. 
Then if that's the case, I can't think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome everyone, I'm your host Nathan Raglan. Uh, feel free to subscribe or follow whatever streaming platform you prefer. Uh, new merch is available right now. Go to pmap.creatorspring.com and uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> He is a prominent figure in the Twitter and VTuber art community, promising to love and support artists and content creators. Welcome to the podcast, Samuel Higgins, a.k.a. Artsy Grandpa! How you doing today? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. How about you? I'm doing amazing. Now I'm actually getting a chance to sit down and chat with you. This is a, a, a honor, nevertheless, so thank you so much for taking time out of your day to sit down and chat. Um, but before we really get into sort of the art that you make in the community you developed, I want to go back a little bit. I want to know the origin stories of Artsy Grandpa. What got you interested in art in the first place? Oh my goodness. I I've been drawing since, since I was really little. It's always been like a passion for me. Um, I have like journals from when I was, I couldn't even walk and I was already drawing, uh, picking up crowns and stuff like that. I've just always had a passion for, for art. I just, it's a huge thing for me. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Is there any like early drawings that you could think of that like it's your proudest of growing up or is it just like a collection of just good memories nevertheless? <laughs> Uh, I will say during my high school years, I was obsessed with Phoenix Wright, and I created um, some characters that I'm still very proud of to this day. Hey, hey, no shame in that. There you go. There you go. When did for you go from just like a love for art and just a love for drawing to a passion and potentially your career at this point? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that honestly did not really happen until about last year really? when I started yeah, I started to realize, you know, I'm getting better at this. And uh, a friend of mine named Nicholas actually was like, hey, I've got this this comic I need to work on. Somebody commissioned me for a comic. You want to help me out? Ooh. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm qualified for that, but let, let's do it. So I started working on comic books and stuff. And then that's that was the point that I realized. Oh, I'm actually uh, getting decent at art. Let's go. <laughs> there, we go. there we go. I mean, hey, everyone's got to start somewhere. I mean, comics, I've had a lot of artists come on here that do comic books. That's always a great start, if nothing else. So, I mean, how surreal was it for you to kind of just get that opportunity? Because like you said, it's not like you've ever done something like that before. It was it was uh, kind of just surprising for me. I, I never expected to be able to do that. Unfortunately, I'm not I'm not like currently doing it anymore because of a, a lot of things that are happening. So I don't I don't have the time. But um, my, my friend Nick is amazing, and he's definitely my inspiration for like everything that I do. Anything that I draw, I message to him and um, ask his opinion on it. Is there any other inspirations that you that uh, help with kind of your art and your style as well? Like I know you said the the Phoenix Wright thing might help a little bit, but is there any others that kind of come to you whenever you go out and draw something? Eric Powell. Eric, Eric Powell. Powell is he is a uh, comic book artist who uh, is most well known for like Hellboy and stuff like that. But oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, he has this comic series called The Goon. And I literally have two tattoos of two of the characters on my leg. Oh, really? that, that, that's how much. Yes, I am like the the flat cap look came from the comic because the main character wears a flat cap. Okay. I, I and like what what makes me so passionate about that comic is that the main character is not your stereotypical like main character. He's this big buff guy. He's he's got no upper lip like me, and all of his teeth show. All of his front teeth show just like mine. And it, it just, I was just like, oh, I love this guy. <laughs> Ladies, for the people out there that are paying attention, we need to recreate uh, Archie Grandpa as the Goonpa at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Um, well, actually, as we sort of divulge into it, I, I want to know I know you said that you really like developed your art more in the past year. How exactly did this, like, I'll say persona or this character of Archie Grandpa come to be? Oh God, that is a long story. We got I'll the time to give you the... <laughs> Okay, so I actually was a part of an art group on Facebook, and uh, they had a art mom and an art dad, oh. and it was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I like that concept. Well, I decided to do a contest in the uh, server. I mean, I don't know if you call it a server page group, whatever. Um, and it was a triplets of Bellyville 
design a triplet to Bellyville character and the person would win like $100 if I liked the concept. Somebody named Janine on, uh, that's their name on Twitter and also on Facebook. They are an amazing artist. I love them to pieces. They submitted the concept for Grandpa, this old old gay man who has a has a drag self, and I was I fell in love. I was like, hey, um, I'm ending this contest right now. Can I buy that concept off of you? Because I absolutely adore it. He wears a flat cap like I do. And I, I, I have to have this character. So I ended up paying her for the concept. And um, there was a falling out in that group. So I ended up leaving for a while. I'm back in it now. Okay. But I, I ended up leaving for, for quite some time. And then uh, somebody mentioned Twitter. And I'm like, like, I wonder if I can, like, move to Twitter. See how this goes. And by that time, I had already been, the, I had already been using the Grandpa Sona for about two years. Okay. So... I was doing exactly uh uh the sorry I have a stutter. I was doing doing exactly what I was doing on Twitter on Facebook back at the time. I was supporting artists, I was boosting artists and I I, I was helping people get jobs and things like that. But after the falling out, I I didn't do it for a few months and then I moved to Twitter. And um I've just always been known as Grandpa. Hold on, I want to show you something. Okay. Go for it. I'm I'm down to see it. See if I can get my sleeve up. Oh, that that's amazing. That's sweet more than anything else. Goodness. Well, I see I got this tattoo after I moved to Twitter. I had uh about 500 followers at the time. Oh, okay. And I I was just like, you know what? This this old man means a lot to me. He really does. He represents like who I am as a person and the, and the morals that I believe in. And one of the biggest things that I believe in is um, be the person you needed when you were younger. Because I didn't have support and all that stuff when it came to creating or like in anything. So right. I, I, I stand by that and I got that tattoo to always remind me of my passions and my goals. There you go. That that's that's incredible more than anything else. And for sorry for the audio listeners out there that don't have an opportunity to see this on YouTube, uh, the wonderful Archie Grandpa has a wonderful tattoo of Archie Grandpa on there uh, on his uh, shoulder that says "Safe and Sound" uh, you know underneath with like flowers and stuff like that. That that is very it's very sweet more than anything else to to see that it's influenced so much not just with yourself but like the community as well how impressed are you with like the community that's basically surrounded this surrounded you at this point oh my goodness uh that has been like the most overwhelming part about like moving to twitter and things like that i didn't expect this to like go anywhere really but the fact yeah the fact is is just like I get messages every day from people who are just like, you know, I, I've been really down in the dumps and I found you and you've really motivated me and things like that. And it's just like, I, I, I just want people to grow and I want them to know that, you know, they have somebody because it's so hard. Being an artist is depressing. <laughs> Trust me, as, as someone that gets to talk to a lot of artists out there with how much they, they try to succeed and how hard it is to really like grow more than anything else, I understand from talking to others how, how tough and depressing it can be at times. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I, I didn't have that support and, and like my parents were against my art and all of that. If I wasn't making good grades and stuff like that, they wouldn't buy me art supplies. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, no, uh, my mom ended up kicking me out of the house, uh, a long time ago. Um, she, she destroyed all of my art, all of my art books, everything I had that was related to art. She put in the trash bags and put on the side of the road and I had to go pick it up. Dang. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was de devastating. But the one thing that I, I try to drill into people is it's never too late to start. It, you, it doesn't matter how old you are or anything or your skill level, skill level or anything like that. It is never too late to start because I just started taking art seriously a year ago. And look at you now. <laughs> who would have who thought? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, my whole thing has been like boosting other people instead of like boosting myself. So it's just like I didn't really have to produce art to help other people, but now I've got uh, the passion in me again to do my own art. So it's it's been a, a like a miraculous growth for not only me but for for this community that's just kind of uh, crowded around me. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Like it's 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 always incredible to see like whenever you are like every time you like repost someone's art more than anything else. Like it's nice to know. I can only imagine what for the artists themselves. Like how incredible it must be to know that there are people out there that recognize the art, see the art, love the art more than anything else. I, if I may ask, is it kind of almost like a, a symbiotic relationship with you and the community? Like every time that you help them, it helps you. Oh, most definitely. I, I like I always try and tell people that I can't I can't really take the credit mm -hmm. uh, for getting them views and stuff like that, because all I'm doing is retweeting. All I'm doing is pressing a button and maybe I like I'll try and leave comments on everything. But that's a, that's all I'm doing. It's it's this it's this community of people who are seeing what they like and retweeting it as well. And it's just kind of like a, a, a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just amazing to see. But yes, I, I do get I do get something out of it. Like when I post art, you know, people will retweet it for me as well. And that's very sweet. So it's it's we're just all kind of working together to support everyone in, in this community. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how a community is more than anything else. It's one of those without a good, strong, solid foundation. You know, a house can crumble with a gust of wind, you know, so it's it's incredible to see kind of this foundation that you've developed with this, you know, artsy grandpa persona. Uh, like, is there ever times where like, you just have to step back and be like, Whoa, what, why are people like rallying around me? How, how, how did you get to this point? Like, does it ever get to that point where you just have to step back and just be like, how in the world did it get here? Oh gosh. Uh, every day. <laughs> because, <laughs> um, Okay, so a little little personal information about me. I uh, just recently got out of a bad situation with okay. someone, and they, for years and years and years, had told me that I was nothing but a monster, that I was pretending with everything that I do. This grandpa thing was just a, a fake thing that I was doing for popularity and stuff like that, and that really affected me because it's like I... I I really do have a passion for people, but I have to stop and say, am I, am I, do I really mean this? But I know I do because there have been points in times to where people have come to me and messaged me, you know, your support has helped me so much, you know, and I end up crying over people's messages because they're so sweet. You know, there's, there's no shame in that whatsoever, especially because of the fact that like, any sort of inspiration anyone can get, as long as it's healthy, any sort of inspiration anyone can get from this kind of stuff should be encouraged more than anything else. And, I, I mean, you kind of picked the perfect persona for this kind of thing, because what's more supporting than a nice, you know, a, 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 an elderly person like a grandpa or a grandma, like, well, in your case, grandpa, but, like, you know... Like, everyone has, like, at least that one grandpa that's always, like, here to, like, cherish and nourish you. I mean, there's all sorts of a million memes online of just, like, grandmas, like, whenever they're hungry, alone, <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me one second. Yeah, yeah take your time. It's fine. <laughs> I needed a drink. But, no, that that is true. Like, uh, I did not expect the, the, like, the popularity of the, like, grandpa icon... But my grandfather, my adopted grandfather was one of my favorite people. Um, unfortunately, like they cut contact with me uh, a few years ago because I didn't I didn't follow their religion. But um, he, my favorite person. So I was just, just like, you know what, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's a good like. It's good to see that you've gone, like, all in with this thing more than just, like, have it or whatnot. What's been, like, the most, if I may ask, and this might be a little personal, what's been, like, the most difficult part for you as being an uh, artsy grandpa? Oh, God. Um, okay, so this, this might be getting, like, super personal, but, like, uh, my follower account on Twitter each one of them they they are a person 
each number, they are a person. Mm -hmm. And my DMs are always open. I'm always constantly talking to people, and I make it known that, you know, if I don't message you right away, I will message you when I can. Mm -hmm. The hardest hardest thing that I've ever had to deal with being grandpa, because I, I, I just, I love, I love my community and I love every single person very passionately. Yeah. Um, the hardest part that I've had to deal with is uh, whenever one of my grandbabies, my followers passes away. Um, unfortunately, uh, th that that's happened on several occasions. I don't mean to laugh. I'm just no. trying not to cry. No, I understand. I understand. Uh, the hardest moment in this whole thing is whenever i found out then this is a huge trigger warning for anybody you know listening and watching I'll, I'll be sure to have like words and stuff like that to make sure that people understand if they're watching the video version uh one of my grandbabies actually committed suicide and um i kind of blame myself for not uh doing more and being there for them i didn't know what they that what they were going through and i that, that hurts I can understand when a, a situation like that, how how hard it can be and how rough it can be because it's one of those, like, a, a, as someone like you, I imagine you try to be there for everyone and anyone. And it's it's hard to do that. It, it, it really is. Like, that, you, you can't, you, you're not Superman. You're, you're just, you know, as hard as you want to be, just be right there when a person needs you or whatnot. That kind of situation is, is never, it's never going to you get what I'm trying to get at. It's never going to be yeah. easy to deal with a situation like that. Sorry, words are wonderful. That that's <laughs> no, but um, that's fine. I I do want to say though, like as hard as it is for you to be there for everyone, the fact that you're there for even a single person is already life changing as it is. You know, because I imagine you know for that one person, like it it may seem like it's too late, and I I really do my condolences to that person and their family. I hope they're able to get through these rough times. I understand how hard it can be to deal with a loss like that. At the same time, like the fact that you are still there, like for as many people as you can be, the fact that you're encouraging so many people that you can be, the the fact that you're you're willing to open yourself up to these people like that, it, it's absolutely encouraging and it's wonderful for what you're doing. And I, I commend you for what you do. And I know that it's not going to, again, like I said a million times before, it's never going to be easy. It's never easy to deal with a situation like this. It's never easy to be there for everyone. But for as many people as you are there for, it's absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely encouraging. And I thank you for what you do already. It, you're you're a true hero in this community for just being there. Because there's a lot of people that you know are trying to get their word out there. It's so hard to for anyone to even hear. Like for me at times, whenever I'm on Twitter or on you know any social media, it feels like I'm yelling at a brick wall for the stuff that I'm doing. I understand how hard it can be. So the fact that you're actually willing to be there for as many people for the fact that over like was it five thousand people follow you at this point? The fact that you're willing to be there for each and every single person as it is alone, it's already inspiring. So thank you for what you do. I'm sorry that's not everyone, but it's already a lot more than the average person would be willing to, to, to take on. So thank you. I don't I don't know what to say thank you. I just <sighs> I always tell people that my DMs are that my DMs are open, and if you ever need anyone for anything, I, I'm here. Like I don't have much money, and I I don't like I I, I will give you all of what I can. Yeah, Th that's my whole thing. Is like I I will be here for you, and you just got to know that I love you, and I will take care of you in any way that I can. I really will. Trust me, I, I, I try to be like that with the people that I know as well. I, you know, because I understand, I'm not going to say I understand everyone's situation, but I know that life is not easy. It's rough. And sometimes just having someone there just to listen to what you have to say, I know how, how much that means to a person. So from, from, from one pseudo grandpa to another pseudo grandpa, thank you for what you do. <laughs> and thank you as well. All right. Now, I, 
thank you. Let, let's let's try to let's try to bring things back up again. Let's, yes. let's... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. But actually, I'll tell you what. Let's actually keep going with the the community as well as such. The the amount of friends and you know the people that you like to to promote as well within this community as well. Is there any particular people in particular that you just love everything that they do? Like every time you see their work, you instantly retweet or yes, who that may be. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, uh, my Emerald Tears, uh, Sabrina, she, she is one of the most supportive people I have ever met. And that's even complete, uh, including me. Mm-hmm. She boosts as many people as she can. She, d- she does streaming and she streams her art, but during her, her streams, she actually will stop stream and show off people's art on stream. And she she's she's got a, uh, a a decent following, but she need, she needs more. Yes, she needs more. And I I absolutely adore her. She is honestly everything I wish I could be. She does <laughs> like she. Um, her art is fantastic, absolutely wonderful. She is a genuine and loving person, and she's not afraid to get into the hard topics when it comes to mental health and things like that. Some of her streams have got dark but they need to be people need to hear these things and i just i actually i look up to her i really do i was gonna say because at the end of the day like when it comes to you know you say the dark stuff like there's no way to really avoid that whenever it does get to topics like that but same time like like with the community you guys have built up like any sort of like growth you guys can have together to to help people out with that kind of stuff like it's always always going to be encouraged more than anything else. So it's, it's incredible to hear that my Emerald tears is actually like at the forefront of that as well. Oh yeah, no, she, uh, she actually has been helping me a lot because I, I've been, I've been, I've been going through it recently and she, she's been helping me. So that, that says a lot about her as a person, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I can only imagine. Trust me. I've, I, you know, I've got my friends that I fall back to as well, including the wonderful producer of this podcast with me, Maria, a.k.a. Tipsy J. Hearts. Love her to death. She'll be my rock whenever I need her. Um, <laughs> uh, oh. What was it? Uh She's actually, as well as some of the merch that you're helping to produce, which we'll talk about that in, the, in a minute, she's actually produced a couple pieces for herself. She's done it in the past before, but she's also helping with a few more for this uh, for this new launch that has been dropped. Or it's going to be dropped as point of this recording. <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact, since I've already danced around it a little bit, I want to go ahead and just jump to that real quickly. I've actually already chatted with you here and there and such, but you're actually producing one or two pieces with the new pride merch that I'm dropping. That would be to where all the profits of it that, oh, sorry, all the profits that I make from it will be going to a charity, uh, either Lambda literary or the trans uh, lifeline. How surprised were you whenever I contacted you about that? Uh, very, very surprised. Um, Oh my gosh, so many people have been contacting me about about doing pride stuff and stuff like that, but I just with everything going on, I haven't I haven't been able to do as much as I I want and I've got like slammed with commissions and things like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I've got I've got commissions I got to work on that I got back in December. And thank you so much for the people who commissioned me for being so patient with me. Life has been just crazy. When you when you contacted me, I was so excited because like Oh, I'm trans, so, you know, LGBT and pride is absolutely amazing. I have so much passion for for that. Um, It's, like, going to be my second pride uh, since coming out. There you go. So I'm so excited. Good. You should be excited. And I can already tell you right now, at least the one piece that I have seen so far that you've mostly finished up, I, I know you said you had some touching up to do, but I absolutely love that one so far. Like the, the little rainbow heads more than anything else. Like it's absolutely stunning. Thank you for already going forth and getting that one all but complete at this point. Um, I, d- I do have to say that most of the credit for that one goes to Sabrina, my Emerald Tears. She helped me out with that because, uh, I'm colorblind, so I, I had to have her help me with that. I imagine, correct me if I'm wrong in assuming this, I imagine you at least had the heads like shaped up. It was just her going in and make sure they were colored right? She actually did most of it. Uh, okay. The, the, the red head that you see in the uh, background, that's actually mine. Okay, okay. That's smart. That's great. I like to add a little bit of your own personal flair to it. I love it. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, like, what was the inspiration behind that piece, if I may ask? 
I have to be honest, I was just kind of sitting at the computer, kind of looking through Pride Art, and I was just like, you know what would be really cool? Just to have, like, silhouettes of people. You can't really tell tell their identities or their gender or anything like that, but having them come together to form one of the biggest Pride symbols that there is, the rainbow. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get with uh, Sabrina to see if she'll help me because I I like I said I am colorblind. Right. I, I can't working with the, all those colors at once. Just like I I can't even focus. Trust me, I can I can only imagine what it's like to try to at least like put forth something like that in one of the most colorful months of the year, and you're colorblind. Not really working in your favor. <laughs> I, see, I'm lucky uh, when it comes to the, the type of colorblind that I am. I can see color. I just, whenever it comes to different shades and things like that, they start to mix together. And it's just like, I can't, I can't tell the difference here. Right. It's like, correct me for assuming this, but it's like, you know, greens and yellows are hard to decipher, like blues and purples and that kind of stuff. Okay. Yes. I, yes. I, I don't, if I have it, it's super duper duper undiagnosed, but it's like the super lighter end of the spectrum like if you get put like a lime green and a yellow right next to each other it's really hard for me to decipher between the two um <laughs> same there you to go. be honest same <laughs> but nevertheless like i i love the the merch you put out there and unless you would prefer a different charity in mind i was going to have your merch the profits that i make from it uh going towards the trans lifeline to make sure that uh trans people have a number that they can call in case they're struggling with their situation no, that I, that's perfect. I, I I love the idea of that. Yes, mm-hmm. that was something that I wanted to push forth because you know, let's be honest. When it comes to Pride Month, people are just going to ha- oh, there's a <laughs> rare cat appearance. Everyone, rare Sorry. cat. <laughs> no, you're fine. I I encourage that's animals. Not <laughs> <laughs> I encourage animals. No need to apologize for that. Uh, no, what was I going to say? No, but whenever it was Pride Month, let's be honest. Every single company is going to have their their logo like rainbow, and that's really about it. Like. I think the weirdest one is like Skittles getting rid of the rainbow instead of having their rainbow. It's like a unity kind of thing. <laughs> You're not. Even... I don't even like Skittles, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, okay, the company's fine. I don't like the actual candy, right, so right. I might get some hate for that. But I do not like Skittles. You know, hey, fair enough. But nevertheless, it's one of those like, like I said before, every single company they're gonna have that whole entire like rainbow flag or whatnot, and they're gonna say, yes, we're we're together, we're pride. And then July comes around, and they're getting ready for like Fourth of July weekend or something like that. So <laughs> I wanted to make sure that this merch is more than just me trying to chase that clout because the merch isn't going away at the end of June and any profits I make after that are still gonna go to those charities. Like they're going to be up there. They're gonna be there so that people can truly represent themselves. So. I love that. I love that so much. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that because it's something that I wanted to like go forth and actually like showcase. So since we already touched on it a little bit, I, I want to go more in depth with kind of the representation that you that you expressed before, mainly like trans and LGBTQ+. Um, something that you've emphasized with, of course, being the artsy grandpas, also emphasizing the fact that, hey, I'm all in, you know, I, I am, tra- you are trans yourself. Um you're obviously part of that spectrum. You are there for everyone who is also a part of that spectrum. How important is it for you to have that representation, not just there, but like out there loud and proud for you? Oh my goodness. I, it is hard to put into like words how important it is for me because I spent, I, I'm not even a lie. I spent so much time in the closet. I, I, I have a family that's not supportive. Um, like oh god my my family Whew. it's just it's so important to have to to have that kind of representation to have that kind of safe space it's just so important to be loud and proud of who you are because you're going to be so unhappy if you're trying to hide yourself i i know i was unhappy and it it is so hard to you know, make that step to come out because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to have your back and things like that. And I can tell you, when I came out, I lost everybody. I lost all my friends. The only one that stayed by me was one friend who I don't even talk to anymore and my husband. And honestly, I'm happier because I am who I want to be. I am who I feel I should be. 
and I'm going to be loud and proud about it. And people should not be ashamed or scared. Yes, there will be negatives that, that come with, with coming out and being proud of who you are. But you will be so, so happier for it. Just one important thing about that is if you are not in a safe environment to come out, do not come out. You make sure that you are safe and that you, you are not going to get hurt physically by someone. You make sure that you are completely and utterly safe because unfortunately there are instances where people come out and they are not in a safe environment. And I do not want that for any, anyone. Right. But it's yeah, that. No, I was going to say, no, it's, it, it's completely understandable how in certain situations, you know, it's, it's hard for someone to, to really come out and really sh like show the world who they are. But at the same time, like, you know, it, there sh people should at least be able to get themselves in that situation to where they should show who they truly are more than anything else. I completely, yeah, I completely agree with that. I just, Ooh, it's, it's, one of those topics to where I could talk for hours because it's something that I, that I truly believe in. We should be able to be loud and proud of who we are. I mean, we got the time if you want to talk about it. I am not here to hold you back. If you want to be loud and proud about it, be as loud and as proud as you want to go with it, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, it's just I, I was in the closet for so long. And, like, I used to be – I used to be – I used to be not that great of a person. I was – honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it this way. I was a religious nut job. Homosexuality and stuff like that, that was a sin. That was a sin. You you know, you don't deserve to live and all that stuff. And then it was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, actually, I think, I think I'm actually a man. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's really funny because, like, I refused to come out because I, I knew it was gonna, it was gonna go bad. My husband, who is a straight man, mm. is the one that told me, you need to do this because you are miserable. You, you deserve to be happy. You need to just be who you are oh, wow. and go for it. And I, I did. And I don't regret it. That's, don't regret it at all. That's wonderful to hear more than anything else. I can only imagine, like, it, it, again, I, I as someone that is a, a straight white male myself, I'm only, like, inserting myself like this. <laughs> but I can only imagine how rough it must have been for you, like, especially, like, after all these years of, like, believing all this stuff that, you know, against it, like, sort of accepting who you truly are. And then on top of that, like, getting it out there. Like, I can only imagine how rough it must have been, but also how strong a support your husband must have been throughout all this, if nothing else. Oh, my goodness. Uh trying to put it into words um my husband was like extremely okay with it to begin with mm -hmm. and then he started to realize you know because i started talking about a testosterone and stuff like that mm -hmm. he was just like if you go through the the through the surgery uh i think that we might you know have to break up <laughs> because i i am a straight man and eventually he was like, you know what? No, I'm cool with this. I love you too much to care about what you what you are or any of that. You are my wife, my husband. You are everything to me. Right. So eventually he he came around. But unfortunately, because of uh, my medical conditions, I, I can't uh, do testosterone or go through any surgeries, which, um, which you know, heartbreaking. But I, I am happy. Right. Right. I mean, it, just being, I was going to say, if nothing else, like I know how much surgery and stuff like that helps further with that image or whatnot. But at the end of the day, like it, the only thing that should really matter is what your soul is more than anything else. And in your soul, you know, you are who you are and you are not going to back away from that anymore. Oh yeah, exactly. It's just, it has been a rough journey, but the outcome was worth it. Uh, I, I am so much happier now than I had been. Being who I am has been the most amazing experience. Finding out like everything about me. It's been a journey and it's honestly a journey I think everyone should go through, even if even if you're straight. Like find out who you are. Yeah. Cause a lot of people lose that 
as they get older, they, you know, lose their interests and things like that. Take time to find out who you are. I mean, part of this podcast is, is a self-searching journey for me as well. So, cause this one was like, I've always had a love and passion for art, but it's like, I'm also a horrible artist myself. Not that, not, not saying that I, let me put it like this. I should practice more. I'm not saying that I am always going to be bad. I could be better with practice, but at the same time, like more than being an artist, I'm a person that loves hearing about passion, like hearing what like inspires people. I love conversation. That's why I got this podcast. Cause I love just talking to people. So there you go. <laughs> Hey, I mean, you know, that I actually find that, like, really, really beautiful that you're, like, doing this podcast and stuff like that just to hear about other people's passion. It's absolutely amazing when people take the time to actually, you know, get to know someone on that passionate level. Yes, yes. I mean, trust me, the the amount of stories I get to hear from people, whenever, like, whenever someone's, like, I, I, I'm sure you're probably aware of what I'm about to talk about, but, like, whenever you're talking to someone about something that they love or something that they like really want to talk about. You see them at a certain moment, just like their, their mind like clicks and they're like in the zone, just like talking about this stuff and nothing matters to them. But what's in that zone, that little bit of a tunnel vision right there. That is one of the most beautiful things I ever see because I know right there in that moment, they are the most like themselves. They can be because that is the true them. That's something that they love. That's something that they passionate about. Why should I stop that? No, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Every day, every day in my Twitter DMs, somebody's <laughs> wanting to talk about something they're passionate about, and I'm just like, you you know what, baby, go for it. I want to hear all about it. Yes, exactly. It's like yeah, like I said, they got like the tunnel vision. They want to talk about like just that. Why should I be the construction worker to to shut it down when the road's perfectly fine? You know. You you just uh, shutting someone down like that, you end up killing their their creativity and their motivation and stuff, and that's what I went through. The, with the, uh, mm, the guy I don't talk to anymore. That's what he put me through. And it's just like, you you killed my creativity, man, for all these years. And I'm finally finding it again. And now I've got that passion that I've been watching so many other people have. And it's just like, finally, I get a taste of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I imagine for you, like, it must be, like, so enlightening just to, like, sit down every day and just go forth with what you love and nothing holding you back. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, the only thing holding me back is myself. <laughs> and and that's what it should be for anyone at the end of the day, more yeah. than anything else. Cause it's one of those like, you know, yeah, you may not have the best equipment or yeah, you may not, you know, have all that time. But like, what was it? I was talking about this with a, a close friend of mine. He was talking about how he wants to go, like he's trying to do, uh, he's a wrestling fan. So he wants to like be all in with wrestling, but it's like, he's, you know, his biggest thing for him is time. I'm like, don't think of it as time you don't have. Think of it as the time that you should concentrate very much on the essentials for what you want to do. You only have so much time. Why waste it on, you know, little things that aren't really necessary. If you want to go forth and be a wrestler, okay, with that little bit of time, make sure you practice your training just right. Make sure you know the moves and you know, like, the good communication. Or if you want to go with, like, streaming, okay, what equipment do I need? You know, how do I, you know, communicate with people, all this kind of stuff. Life is always going to limit you one way or another. So it's one of those, like, make the best with what you got to truly find yourself and just let loose in what little time you do have. So, yeah, I completely and utterly agree with that. There we go. Um, and, and you've definitely, like, gone all in with that as well, you know, on the art aspect as well. Um, I, I did want to ask this earlier. Uh, when it comes to art, like, the main thing people would know you for is, like, commissions and all that kind of stuff. What made you, like want to go in with like doing commissioned art honestly i needed the money <laughs> i'm gonna lie i needed the money you know hey it's a good start um, <laughs> yeah it, but like after i i took all the commissions and all that i, I realized i don't even really want to do commissions anymore <laughs> I, I want to I want to do the commissions that, that I'm passionate about, mm -hmm. and I want to be able to draw what I like. Yeah. And I, I took so many commissions at one time that I overloaded myself, and it's just like, now I don't even want to draw. <laughs> I've had to push past that. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, trust me. I can understand, like, it, it might be... It might be a struggle at times when it comes to that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, at the end of the day, you're doing what you love, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like, it's me thinking you know i don't i don't want to do this because it's not what i want to draw i want to draw what i want to draw but at the end of the day it's like i got to draw something yeah 
and I did my best and this looks great. So, and somebody's happy with it. That That's like the biggest thing. If they like it, I'm happy. There you go. It, that is one of the best feelings in the world is whenever your client is happy with what you did. There you go. That, that, that is wonderfully worded. And even then, like, you know, with, you know, just doing commissioned art, you've gone above and beyond with that kind of stuff to make it more of a fun experience more than anything else. Namely, you've gotten into the VTubing game. What exactly got you interested in that? Oh my goodness, VTubing. Okay, so someone that I knew was doing it, and I had offered to buy them a model, like, before before they actually got into it, and they were like, oh, well, I've already got one. Well, I had spent all day looking for someone to make his model for him, mm-hmm. and then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should try to get into it. I mean, it seems like fun. I had already been streaming, but I don't like showing myself on streams and stuff because there's always those people who've got to make a comment about my buck teeth and that really makes me mad <laughs> because I, I know I've got beaver teeth you don't have to tell me um, I was going to say I mean you say beaver teeth or whatnot, but I'm just saying you wear a picture and a pink hat you're Timmy Turner make it <laughs> oh sorry. no I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no you're fine I didn't even think about that pink's my favorite color well, there you go <laughs> <laughs> but aside from the point, let's get back to the VTubing. So again, so you found this artist, you decided that you wanted yourself to, to go into like being a VTuber yourself? Yes, I ended up like uh, paying everything, telling them what I wanted and things like that. By the way, the person who made my VTuber rig, his name is Ken Yuki on uh, Twitter. Um, don't ask me to spell it. I don't remember how. <laughs> um, so I ended up getting the model, but unfortunately my setup didn't even work. Uh, it, it, it couldn't run the VTuber rig and all that stuff, so it was only, like, recently, within the last few months, that I got a new Surface, uh, Microsoft Surface, mm-hmm. and it runs, like, everything perfectly, so I decided to, like, jump into VTubing. I still have absolutely no idea what I'm doing when it comes to VTubing, but I have met so many amazing uh, VTubers and streamers and things like that, thanks to this experience. It has been just absolutely amazing. Well, there we go. I mean, if nothing else, like it's it's good to know that there is a community out there to help you along with that kind of stuff and to help you grow, kind of like what you're trying to do with your community. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, we've already seen how many iterations of like the. I mean, I know there's the artsy grandpa, but you've had at least two separate backgrounds, three separate backgrounds. Am I wrong, wrong with that? Or <laughs> what do you mean backgrounds? Well, I mean, like you had like the standard one, which is like just the two flags, but then you recently add like the pink chair. Or oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got a I got a new layout uh, made by. Um... Oh no, I forgot her name. Oh no, I will, I will give her a shout out. Give me one sec. Let me look up her name. She actually like uh, made everything for me and added uh, in picture frames so I could put some of my streamer grandbabies around my. Um, my layout there you uh, go. they're they're also working on uh making a cthulhu plush because i'm huge into Ooh. lovecraft and cthulhu and cthulhu and things that's smart uh ge- uh geeky g-y-k-i okay icky geeky is there is their uh twitter name they are a uh soon to be vtuber as well there we go but I I wanted to have the uh, the rainbow flag and the trans flag in the background for sure mm-hmm. because that that means that means the law the the most to me and uh, whenever I stream and things like that I've always got the LGBT uh, LGBTQ uh, tag as there we well. Go. There we go. I mean, because again, that like we said before, like you're out, you're loud, you're proud. Why hide? Why hold back at any aspect of it? You know? Because I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's now let's now we've gone through like most of like you're basically all of you or whatnot <laughs> at this point. I want to I want to go with a little bit of a, a dream scenario, if I may. Let's say I'm Big Shot Executives, Mr. Moneybag. I come to you and I'm like, look, Grandpa, we love just whatever you do. We love your presence online. We love the encouragement that you have and the art that you make. It's just the cherry on top at this point. I have connections to everyone and anyone, and I have more money than I know what to do with, okay? So what would, if given the opportunity, what would be the dream artsy grandpa project? 
So if someone just like it gave me a whole bunch of money, yes, more than I like, even Bezos is looking at like Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I've always wanted to start an artist fund. I've always okay. wanted to have enough money to be able to set aside whenever there is an artist whose computer has broken down mm-hmm. or their their iPad's not working or something like that. I have always wanted to start a fund to be able to help artists get what they need. But I also want to, uh, you know, use that fund for the LGBTQ for people who need to get out of bad situations. Right. Like, uh... I have people who message me all the time who are like, hey, can you can you retweet this? I need donations to get out of my living situation and stuff like that. I just wish I could just be like, nah. and you know what? Here you go. There's the money you got. And like that, that is like the biggest dream of mine is to be able to actually financially help. Mm-hmm. Because that, that's the one place that I am lacking because I am not rich. Right, right. But it's one of those like just to have that thing set aside to help support the people that truly need that kind of stuff. Like it would be amazing. I I'm already thinking of a name and you can take this or leave it, but like grandpa's love artist fund or something like that. Oh, I love that. I love that. I get just on cat's that. Meowing. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even notice. So there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, well, well now that we got like the dream scenario, let's, let's come down from reality for a moment. I want to ask more or less the generic question. I know a lot's already happened in a year alone, but where do you hope to see yourself, say, five, ten years from now? Honestly, uh, the same thing I've been doing, same supporting thing. people. I'm, I'm hoping I'm in a better situation, but uh, I'm doing what I love, and I, I plan on doing this until the days my my the day my fingers fall off. There you go. Like I've I've got so much passion for artists and creators and everybody. If you can create something, if you've created something, I I just I want to love and support you. And I I even have people who don't like draw or anything come to me just being like, you know, I, I just need somebody who like tells me that they're proud of me. And yeah, I'm there for you because I am proud of you. There you go. But. As in for like five years into the future and all that stuff, more money would be nice. But um, <laughs> I, I want to be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. Okay, good, good. It, it, I mean, nothing else like what you're doing right now, If it, especially for what you're doing right now. If only to be able to do that on a bigger scale more than anything else, to be able to truly support others and like that, I think that'd just be amazing more than anything else. <laughs> but, okay, when it comes to my Twitter account, 10K is my goal. 10k is your goal and okay I, I know that i know that's kind of low but like that that is that is my goal for right now because it's just but it's hard like i have people who come to me all the time asking you know how did you get so big on twitter and stuff and it's like i don't know I, I can tell you i can tell you the tricks and the trades but like honestly i don't know i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i'll say, tr- say trust me as a person that is trying to put out a podcast to encourage others and only with like what was it 130 followers not that i'm arguing against that if those are the 130 people that truly love my content i'm not going to stop them but you know i know how hard it is to like grow a following on twitter but at the same time like you've gotten what 5k in about a year already that's impressive on its own i don't care what anyone says that is impressive so i i really appreciate that because like i have people who tell me that and it's just like i i really i don't i I would be nowhere without this community. It's like, I, I thank everyone for for helping this account grow because this account is not just for me. Yeah, I've, I've got the numbers, but every single one of those followers are someone that I can uh, show your art to or show your content to. All of these people in my community know that I'm going to be boosting everyone and they are boost happy as well. Everyone who follows me is just so ready to support other people and that's why i love the community that i I, i've uh gotten together is because all of them are just ready to love and support there you go there you go um as we're winding down the the podcast i just have one last question that i do want to ask um obviously it's hard to deny how deeply entrenched you are with art 
So I have to ask, how important is art not just for you, but for the world as a whole? Oh my goodness. That is a, that is a very difficult question because art means different things to different people. Art is a passion, a hobby, just a job. It depends on the person, like, specifically. For me, art is an escape. Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm good at, and it's something that I, I love, and it's something that I can zone out and, and just do for hours and, and come back to and just keep doing it every day. It's a passion. It's a love. But when it comes to as a whole, for the whole world, it's different for every person. And there are too many things to list of what it means to people but it is creativity it is togetherness and it is love and it is support that is what it is to me i can't think of a better way to word it myself that was beautifully said if i do say so um with that that's all the questions that i have um i've already showered you with enough praise but i'm gonna do it some more <laughs> because it's my podcast i do what i want um <laughs> but you know, like I said a million times before, it's incredible to even see a presence like yours on the internet, to know that there are people out there that genuinely care about, you know, other people and other people's art more than anything else. Um, and especially with the, the artsy grandpa persona that you've encapsulated and encouraged more than anything else. Like it's, it's, it's wonderful to see that as, um, as someone that recently lost like their last grandpa earlier this year due to COVID sadly, um, you know, I know how important a, a grandfather can be, you know, not just for the grandbabies, but for the direct baby as well for like the people that are closest to you and such. Um, I, you know, I hate to be personal about it, but my dad has told me before that that was his hero that he lost whenever he passed away. And to see basically you, take up this mantle as as a grandpa to be other people's heroes at the end of the day it's it's wonderful what you do um and and hearing your story as well like to to hear how you you know how much you've changed and how much you've grown within the past within the past year alone as a person more than anything else it's wonderful to see what you're doing it's it's incredible the community that you've built I would love to see this do nothing more than grow because you it is absolutely deserved is absolutely needed. There are people out there that deserve that love and support. It's something that I tried to do with that podcast, but there's only so much I can do. So it's wonderful to know that there are people out there that show that love and support to, to artists, large and small. All I have to say is thank you for what you do. So it, it's incredible. And I, I know that I'm going to be one of thousands and hopefully millions one day that will be right there with you to help with that love and support. So thank you. And thank you, and my condolences about your grandfather. I mean, it you know, it, it is it is what it is. It's life. But with life, one thing that I've learned is you either got to roll with it or it rolls over you. So, you know, as 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 rough as it was, it's one of those I've I've come to understand how important a grandfather was in my life, and I want to thank you for being that important grandfather in other people's lives. Thank you. I'm trying not to cry again. <laughs> That really means that really means a lot to me because I have so I have so much love to give. I really do. Good, good, and I hope you I hope you get the opportunity to give that love to everyone and anyone that you can that that needs it more than anything else. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home. Oh goodness, um, for y'all who are unaware, I'm Artsy Grandpa on uh, Twitter, Artsy Grandpa. Um, Everyone calls me Samuel Higgins. Uh, my DMs are always open. If anyone needs anyone to talk to, I'm here. And uh, if I don't get to you right away, I will get to you as soon as possible. And if you'd rather talk on Discord, you're welcome to DM me and I'll give you my Discord. There you go. You're also available on Twitch whenever you do decide to, whenever you do commissioned art. <laughs> I'll be, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll be sure to have those links and more in the description down below. Um, do you have any final words before we sign off? Um, I really appreciate you um, wanting to feature me on your podcast. This was a lot of fun. I've never done anything like this before, so this is a great first experience. Well, I, I'm glad you had a good time more than anything else. And like, whenever I was, especially whenever I was doing the, I forgot to mention this. Whenever I was doing the Pride merch, you were literally the first person that came to mind because I knew how much you were when it comes to like this, uh, the, like you know, building an LGBT like art community and such. You were the first person that came to mind. You were the first person I asked. So it's like, why not? 
Oh, that, that, that makes me so happy. Um, I don't know if you know who this is, but Cynical Reviews on YouTube mm -hmm. actually contacted me too to do uh, just a pride picture for one of his videos. And go. he said the exact same thing. And every time I hear that, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> Isn't it incredible to know that people are thinking about you as much as you're thinking about other people? It, it, it blows me away, in all honesties. I... I give so much love and I get it back and it just, it just blows me away. I mean, I think that's at the end of the day, I think that's supposed to be how a grandpa's supposed to work, right? They give as much love as they yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That that, is true. In that case, I think you're doing quite a good job with what you're doing. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. But with that, all I have left to say is hasta luego, mi amigos. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to apocalypsepodcastnetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard.